The views and opinions expressed by the Should They Watch It podcast are those of two moms who happen to have over 40 combined years of experience in the entertainment industry. So while they may feel their opinions come from a knowledgeable place, they are still in fact just opinions. Should They Watch It, a podcast that takes the task of reviewing your kids' favorite shows off your to-do list. Hey there, and welcome to the Should They Watch It podcast. I'm Kara Edwards. And I'm Brina Palencia. And today we are discussing a very old movie all the way back. You know what? I didn't even write down what year it came out. 1988. 1988. Yep. Beetlejuice. 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 Well, now we're, now we're, well, the podcast is over, everybody. Here he is. (laughs) Oh my God, the little man. Yes. (laughs) Upped up right now. We would be like, we're done. Um, So why why are we going backwards and we're and talking about a movie that is so old? Is because we all have those nostalgic moments with our children where we're like, I loved this movie growing up and I want to watch this movie with my children. And yeah. the fascinating thing about this podcast, and I've done a few of these now, is um boy, they often don't hold up. Yeah. And you yeah. end up in some real weird situations real awkward, with your kids. Like, oh no, yeah, oh no, what have I, I done? Know. What have I done? This is. Um... Well, and then you start to question your own childhood of like, <laughs> why was I allowed to watch this? <laughs> and it explains so much about me now. Yeah. And our world. What is wrong? Yeah. Uh, okay, so we always start with the question, uh, Brina Beetlejuice. Should they watch it? Yes, when they're much older. Okay. It claims to be PG. It is not. It PG. is not PG. Like truly, if it were rated today, it would at least be PG thirteen. I it might even be. There are some elements that I'm like, man, this could be R. Like I don't know. It would be definitely PG thirteen, and I think pushing toward R. Yeah, definitely. There's one. There's one thing in particular that I was like a little cringy. So, um, my answer. I am not a no. I was expecting you to be a hard no. So I was... <laughs> I'm a hard no for kid, for kids, kid, like children. For children. Like, I think it, it, it needs to be teenagers and they need to have... You need to have a discussion. Okay, so I, I'm not quite as far as that, mm-hmm. but this is a definitely know your children movie. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. A, that's a better way to put it. Yeah, because um, I actually did watch this one with Michael. I was not planning to watch this one with Michael, uh, but as the timing was working out and I was like, we got to record this podcast, I got to watch it, he was home. So I set him up with like, hey, you're going to watch this super kid-friendly movie. I'm going to go in the other room and watch Beetlejuice. And he came in at pretty near the beginning and was like, so what is this movie you're watching? And I was like, oh, you'd hate it. You don't want to watch it. And he's like, what's it about? And I was like, okay, so basically there's these... Two people, they're a couple, they die, they get like sent back to their house as ghosts and they've got to live there for the rest of their lives. And this other family moves in, but they don't like the family because they're weird. So they're trying to scare the family out of the house. You would hate it. (laughs) And he's like, hold on, I'm going to go turn off my TV. I'll be right back. Oh, no. (laughs) Don't start it. I'm like, what did I do? Of course. I just set up why he's got to watch yeah, this movie. I was movie. like, what you just described sounds like, delightful. Awesome. Yeah. And so, yeah, he's like, I'm watching this movie with you. Um, and he did. There were only, and we'll get to it, there were only a couple of moments for me that I was like, oh, don't catch that. Don't catch that. Super cringy. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I mean, we definitely had to have some discussions about the movie. Yeah, yeah. But 
I got it. Okay, so again, I've been doing this podcast for a minute. I've I've reviewed a couple of movies from my past that I watched as a young child, um, namely Drop Dead Fred comes to mind mm. um, and Crocodile Dundee. That watching them as an adult, they're so bad. <laughs> Yeah, this one definitely paled by comparison. I I can see that. I can yeah. see that. There's so much redeemable about Beetlejuice. Like, right. Yeah. And so I didn't feel this was a traumatizing movie. I'll be honest, Michael at the end of it was kind of like, well, that was a really weird movie. Yeah. And the only part that he has revisited a lot <laughs> is this song where everybody gets up and dances. Oh, the Deo, yeah, Deo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's made me play it. He, Alexa plays it all the time in our house now. Uh, and that's the only <laughs> scene that he was like, so that was funny, right? Like, that was funny when they got up and danced. Or was that just weird? And I was like, no, it was weirdly funny. Yeah, yeah, weirdly funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I, I did. So I, a while ago, several months ago, had tried to watch this with Arthur because I'm like, oh, he's a spooky little kid. I loved Beetlejuice. When I was teeny tiny, I watched it when I was five. Okay. Um, and it was one of my all-time favorites. Um, I remember drawing the doors on the walls all the time. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I'm pretty sure I did it with crayon at one point, and then my mom gave me chalk uh, to do it with chalk. Yep. So I would just draw Smart. doors like all over our walls, like trying to open it into the afterlife. That's hilarious. <laughs> and like I even, so my brother and I, so when I was five, we had just came to the States from Honduras. Okay. And, um, my brother was older. Uh, and so his name's Gino. My name's Brina. Back then. And especially in, uh, Oklahoma those names are super weird Uh, and so my brother was like we got to come up with normal names (laughs) (laughs) aka white names he's like you need to be we need to sound more white and so uh he changed his name to Michael uh, okay yeah for uh Michael Knight of Knight Rider okay and so I wanted to change my name to Lydia for Lydia Dietz so I was only five, and I couldn't spell Lydia. And so I tried to write Lydia on one of my papers and had no idea how to write Aww. it. And the teacher just, like, lifted the paper up and was like, who is this? And I was like, <laughs> uh, that's me. Sorry, sorry. I messed up. It's me, Lydia. Um, just kidding. <laughs> Not Lydia. I'm just Brina. And then I, I gave up. But my brother was so successful that when my mom went to the first PTA uh, meeting with the teacher she was like the teacher was like Michael 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 and my mom was like cool who is Michael like, oh that's hilarious <laughs> what are you talking about um but yeah so I loved Beetlejuice so much I still love Beetlejuice but I just didn't remember so much of the cringy moments so, and, they, um, and they do exist yes and, well there's also a straight up f-bomb uh, yeah, yeah, straight up, straight F-bomb. up. I'm like, what? whoa, what? Hey. <laughs> Which on. you don't expect in PG no, movies, definitely not. And so I, thankfully, Arthur found it kind of boring because it is pretty slow moving. It is. In it the is. Beginning. It does not. I mean, that's one of the things from the 80s and 90s is the most notable. The pacing of a movie has changed 
so much. We yeah, we inundate Especially viewers. For kids. Yes. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. everything comes at you so fast and there was a much slower pace back then. Yeah. And so Arthur was definitely not interested in the beginning. Uh, I fast forwarded to the sandworms so he could see the sandworms because he's seen okay. the sand because he yep. loves like Halloween stores and stuff and he loves all things Halloween so he sees the sandworms all the time and so I was like well these are the sandworms that you see like in the store he was not really that impressed and then I was like I was like let's fast forward to Beetlejuice let's see when Beetlejuice is inter- introduced and I was like oh, oh I didn't remember no. the Beetlejuice was uh de- there's definitely very inappropriate groping yes um, jokes lots of sex jokes there yes. there's a um very crude gesture mm-hmm. and um that was the one that uh yeah beetlejuice it's a gesture um without saying exactly what i'm talking about that basically means i don't care but it's yeah. a um mm-hmm. i just did it for brina yes <laughs> But, it but involves it, a hand going it, up and down. Yeah. And so I was like, when, when he did that, I was like, oh, don't pick that up. Don't pick that up. Don't pick. Yeah, so fortunately, please, Michael yeah. didn't register that one because I was like, oh, if you turn around and are like, why does he keep doing that? I just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely. Because the other thing, too, I, I watched the movie and I watched the Beetlejuice cartoon, which was. Oh, for I, I forgot about the cartoon. In the cartoon, Lydia and Beetlejuice are actually friends and Beetlejuice is, you know, not as disgusting as he is in the movie. In the movie, the whole point of him is that he's just awful. Like, just yes. the worst, most deplorable human being. Um, and they do a great job of that. He's so disgusting. Like, it, blo- I mean, it definitely speaks to Michael Keaton's acting ability because he is such an attractive dude. Right. Like, in, you know, <laughs> and to make t- him typically, so gross. So disgusting. Yeah. Just, blah. like, I want to gag sometimes just looking at him in the movie. And, like, the way he acts is just like, oh, God. Oh, like, it I, makes my skin crawl. Yeah. And my memory of him as a child was he was so funny yeah like kind of cool and maybe i was mixing up the cartoon in the show but yeah yeah, looking back at it i was like wow he did a really good job of being really disgusting just the worst (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is the whole plot of the movie yeah like he's supposed to be that way yeah yeah you don't want to summon beetlejuice under any circumstance because he's awful exactly um yeah so Scare. I mean, it could be scary for younger viewers. Um, yeah, it, it has like creepy elements. I mean, it's very Tim Burton, like, and that's what silly. is to love about it. Like, yeah. so it's even the creepy elements are presented very cartoonishly and very um, attractive. Like, there's something really cool about the creepy parts. Like, it just looks cool. And I say that as a you know goth kid, but <laughs> <laughs> so like maybe your kid is not into that, but. <laughs> You know, it's interesting you say that because I read that the movie had a $1 million budget. And so Tim Burton purposefully was like, I, if I'm not going to be able to do great, like, visual effects, then I'm going to do the cheesiest, most, like, B-rated movie visual effects possible, um, which I think adds to the charm of the movie and makes it less scary yes overall because it it would be terrifying if the sand monster or yeah the sand monster were like cgi yeah like really terrifying but now it's just 
it's iconic. Like, I mean, it's really, it's, it, and it's cute. Like, it's yeah. creep, creepy and cute is my favorite combination of all time. Anybody that knows me knows that. Um, but, like, I love the combo of creepy and cute, and that's Tim Burton all the way. All like, the way. And that's Michael even noticed. He was like, Mom, the effects on this are really kind of lame. Like, I can tell <laughs> that it's fake. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of how things used to be. Yeah. I was like, which which makes it nice and, and is why I'm definitely not a no yeah, for it's children. Not, it's just not hard it's no. not, it's yeah. Really, it's only those like sex jokes, the gestures. There's also jokes about suicide. I was going to bring that up okay. too. There are multiple. <laughs> like a lot of jokes yes, about. Like so many jokes like about lighthearted suicide. Lighthearted <laughs> suicide. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, and it's, it made me so uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Yeah, I was just like. Oh, it, and also like that was one of the things I talked to michael about afterwards because i was like that's so much talk and i didn't even know if that's a word he he's had like introduced or yeah, concept it's a that's heavy, been introduced it's a heavy and, thing to yeah think about. so as i talked about it, i was like that's actually not a funny thing yeah or um something that's lighthearted. yeah and and also you don't um get to spend the rest of your life like super having fun haunting people like yeah, that like this isn't a, a desired uh which another interesting fact i read is originally the ending of the movie was supposed to be way darker really and lydia was supposed to die in a fire <gasps> and then come back in the afterlife and live forever with um, Adam and Barbara as a family. Oh, that's and, way too happy. Yeah, they started like for, really. That's way they, too happy for her dying. Right. <laughs> and they were like, maybe we shouldn't encourage children and teenagers to think that like dying yeah, leads to a happily ever after. Yeah. Yeah. So no, they that's... ended up changing the ending and yeah. she just gets to live with her ghosts happily ever after. And yeah. she is alive. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. I think for me that's why it's a, a hard no for Arthur at the moment. Because yeah. his his grandfather died last year. That would and be so, too much. Yeah. yeah. And it's he's very obsessed with death. Which is part of why I thought maybe it would be good, but it's not. It it, it, it like he he's so obsessed with the concept of it and I I've everything that I've read about like how do you talk to your you know very young children about death is that you have to be very um extremely honest of okay. like uh you can't romanticize it at all right. because if you try to make it like oh there's this amazing world that you live in after you die like the, then it becomes like well then I want to go there and I want to see my grandpa right. you know what I mean like what what's why am I here um, but yeah, so I, I try to be really careful in the way that I present mm-hmm. death to him. I try to keep it very scientific and like honest. Um, and you know, my, my mom has said some like more spiritual stuff to him, which is totally fine. And he's like, talked to me about like, you know, entering into other dimensions and he's talked to me about, um, reincarnation, uh, which actually that one kind of scared me because Interesting. he was, he was really like, Hey, when you, so when you die, then you just become a baby again. And he thought it was fun. Like he oh. thought that like that sounded fun and well, yeah, that it was cause... okay if you die because then you turn into a baby. And I had to just, he kept saying it over and over again for days. And I was like, actually, Arthur, it's not. It's yeah, not that's, okay that's when not, you die. Yeah, it's that's... never okay when you die. Uh, even if that is true, that you become a baby after, you never get to see your family again. Like, you know, I, I had to be pretty brutal. Yeah, because you don't – well, yeah. that's the thing. And and I could see that would be really scary with Michael because he always – he's still – he's at that transition age where – he's getting older it's harder for me to pick him up I can't really mm-hmm. care and so he'll say sometimes like I wish I could just go back to being little so that you could carry me around and right you know so yeah. I could see that and but yet being old enough that 
that would be a scary thing. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want him thinking, you know. And that's why I was, like, watching the movie. I was like, yeah, I, I don't – if it weren't for the podcast, I don't think he and I would have sat down to watch Beetlejuice <laughs> yeah. together. And um, I, I also want to be clear. I'm not, like uh, – whatever your religious beliefs right. are, beautiful, total, yeah, you total do respect. You, but... Um, but, yeah, as far as, like, studies that have been done on grief in small children, the more – honest you can be about the scientific aspect of it the better you know i find that really interesting because that's not a bridge we've crossed yet uh, really? with michaels okay, yeah. we haven't had a, a big loss um pets yeah. we've we've lost mm-hmm. um our animals we lost a dog but that was kind of in he was still young enough that it didn't lead to like where does he go now it was just kind of like well now he's resting in his peace and um you know, I well, and from what I recall, he didn't particularly like that. Dog no, either, right? <laughs> he, was kind of, he was really sweet. He's like, I know you're a very sad mom, but it smells so much better in our house. <laughs> it was, it wasn't so traumatic. Yeah. We haven't had that traumatic thing yet. Right. Um, yeah. So that's that's actually interesting. So I haven't had a reason to dig into the science or studies. And... Yeah, it's been in some aspects it is kind of cool because, like you know, the the language that I was that I when I researched it that I saw over and over again was to say like um, their body has stopped working. So that, you know, they won't be able to hug you anymore. They won't be able to talk to you anymore. Their body just stopped working because they were very old. um, And that's what happens. And so essentially what I've noticed is sort of underlying question has been since then is, well, then how does it work? Like oh, he wants to know, like then how how does the, how body, does the work body work when it's like, alive? What does that mean? Yeah, oh, like and so he's been really interested in like we've learned he know he can name most of the major organs in your body, and he like kind of knows what they do. Like he's he's very interested in the inner workings of the body, also in zombies, um, but <laughs> <laughs> and also in the undead. Yes. <laughs> Okay, all right, got it. We always, I mean, I don't know how we've turned Beetlejuice into a conversation about, you know, spirituality but, yeah, um, and, grief, yeah. and death. But uh, but my thing with Michael, because um, he has an intense fear of something happening to me. And yeah, of uh, I, like, even, God, this just happened last night where um, we were talking about brain cells and how his brain cells are developing and um, the dangers of screens. It was this whole conversation mm-hmm. we had. And, uh, and he was saying, well, is it as dangerous for you as it is for me? And I said, well, no, buddy, because at my age, like my brain cells are now on the <laughs> we're we're on the tail end. Yeah. And I was like, so mine have started dying while yours are are growing. They're still growing and, and developing. Yeah. He latched on to me saying that my brain cells were dying Oof. and got really upset about oh, it. No, and it, it even translated in through this morning taking him to school where he was like, I'm so worried about your brain cells. And oh, so he was buddy. like, like, what is two plus two? What is four plus four? What is oh. eight plus eight? What is sixteen plus sixteen? He was going all the way up into the hundreds. Oh, and he's like, Okay, you're still working. Um, oh. so he's super worried, but I always tell him, cause again, he's so scared of this concept of us not being together. So I always say, if something were to happen to me, I become a spirit form 
and I'm still with you. And like, I still get to talk to you through your dreams and your heart. And, um, and I was like, and then when we're, when we're both gone, like we'll still live together. It'll still, we'll still, it's just our spirits and it'll be different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I, I do, it's, I don't necessarily go down the religious well, I, route, but well, it but is still. But I think still... he's old enough to understand the difference. I, th- I think with when it's, when they're like three, he was three. Well, yeah, you, know? you can't like, explain he, that. Yeah. yeah. That's and that's too, too, that's too conceptual. Yeah, and that, and, much, yeah. um, I, yeah, so I think this movie, that was one of the things um, about watching Beetlejuice with him, because it was like, so I don't, I don't think this happens. <laughs> I was like, this is just, we talk a lot about when we watch TV or movies that I'm cringing in the corner. Um, I always say like, you know, this is just out of someone's imagination. Yeah. Like none of this is real. This is someone who imagined a, a couple turning into, um poorly animated ghosts yeah (laughs) (laughs) and and it will be fine um there was another part in the movie that with michael there i was like oh i hate this so much um the whole like taking of the child bride oh yeah where beetlejuice marries lydia or is starting to marry lydia and um we we actually just looked this up. Uh, is Winona Ryder was seventeen yeah. when she filmed this, but she kind she of looks played, tiny. She, she really looks so young. Little. Like, and I think it's because oh, I know. So Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin are the you know the two ghosts, and they're both super tall. Yes, I, I know Gina Davis is really tall. I'm assuming Alec Baldwin is must at least, be. You yeah, know, yeah. Because I think isn't Gina Davis like six foot? Yeah, or something? she's yeah. super tall. And so he's at least six foot possibly they made him look taller so like I don't know how tall he actually is but regardless she's like half their size yeah like because looking at her I was like oh yeah she's got to be like 16 17 but then whenever I would see her next to them I was like she, what, is she 13 yeah is she, 12? she looks like really she's young oh so teeny tiny teeny yeah. tiny so I was like I don't know that that would be in the movie if it were done today who knows? I saw when I was looking it up on IMDb that I, I think they're coming up with a new Beetlejuice. What? I didn't even see that. I said, well, yeah, it said it just popped up this morning when I looked at it. Like, I don't know if they just announced it or something, but it has um, uh, Jenna Ortega, the one who yeah, plays the Wednesday. Wednesday. I think she's the going to be Lydia. Yeah, going to be. I mean, that's Lydia, like yeah. literally the most obvious choice ever. At this yeah. Point. yeah. <laughs> and she's yeah. great. Boy, she she's, she plays oh God, goth better than Wednesday anyone. Wednesday is just. She's great. Oh my god, my little, my little goth heart, <laughs> my little inner goth child is like, oh my god, it's back. Goth is coming back. <laughs> it's happening. The boy did it. She yeah. did that dance, and like, oh all we will god. see for the rest of our dress. lives is Wednesday. It's beautiful. Oh. I yeah love yeah. everything about it. But yeah, that's honestly, if you want to introduce your kids to Tim Burton. Like go that fa- yeah go yeah that and route. I, but even then so we started them because uh, Michael kept hearing about Wednesday because it's oh, yeah. everywhere and mm-hmm. he was like let's watch this together and the opening scene which is in the in the trailer so I'm not spoiling anything um she drops piranhas in the pool oh that's right he was so messed up by that one scene he had to turn it off and oh, he, he was no. like because the, 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 there was something in because they animated them to look very realistic yeah so they, he was that's like true. Yeah. are there piranhas in the pool can there ever be a chance of me having <laughs> me piranhas, having piranhas that I, 
we had to like go and like no they're only in the certain part of the world and they would die if they touched chlorinated <laughs> yes. water that there's yeah. no universe where you are ever going to like, <laughs> see a piranha <laughs> be bitten by a piranha have a piranha chasing you through water and i was like maybe we're not ready for wednesday that yeah that, i guess that wednesday, one... wednesday is pretty pretty uh and i think it i think that one is like pg-13 or yeah or yeah. whatever the tv version whatever it is, is that they yeah, yeah they recommend i think tv 14 like, that or something. Is it, yeah, yeah, yeah no one mm-hmm. under 14 and i was like yeah, yeah i probably should have paid attention to that yeah <laughs> we've talked about piranhas <laughs> so much so uh no oh, piranhas wow. and beetlejuice but uh but they, lots of other lots of other things. things um cigarette smoking i actually thought with the cigarette smoking they made it seem gross yeah, okay, that's true. Because yeah. it kind of came the same out of other with, things. Like, uh, 101 and... Dalmatians. They that's do a great true. job of making it disgusting. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. So that that actually didn't bother me. It didn't. Me. Yeah. And, and Michael didn't, like, he never asked about it or clued. I think he did ask if they were vaping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, there was a thing back in the yeah, day. Yeah, back in, back in my day, people just yeah. sucked fire Cause, into Because he lungs. has an uncle that vapes, and so he's familiar with the vaping word. Right. It was like, no, that's actually cigarettes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a summoning dead people's seances, which uh, don't oh, bother sure. me. Any, anybody who has any issue with any mentioning anything demonic or witchy, then don't just watch shouldn't, it. Just don't watch Tim Burton, yeah. period. Yeah, like, none, none of that. None we're, of the, we're totally I didn't even know why you're listening family. to this episode. <laughs> In fact, turn it off. Just turn off the podcast. Seriously. <laughs> tune in in two weeks. We'll be back. We'll talk about something else. Yeah, we'll talk light. about something else that is not demonic. That's yeah. amazing. Uh, some random facts. Well, I guess first I'll, I'll um, talk about where you can find Beetlejuice. We found it on HBO Max. Same. Is yeah. where I watched mm-hmm. it. It's an hour and 32 minutes back in the day when they didn't want you to spend your entire afternoon and evening watching one movie. Yeah. Uh, on IMDb, it got 7.5 out of 10. Oh, that's it's, actually surprising. Yeah, eighty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, and again, everybody famous is in it: uh, Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis, Winona Ryder, Catherine O'Hara, Michael Keaton. Uh, oh, Catherine O'Hara! That's who I remembered when I saw Catherine O'Hara in Schitt's Creek. Uh, I was like, "It's Lydia's mom." Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, so, reportedly, this is Michael Keaton's favorite movie that he's in. I could see why. Absolutely. He had the most I mean, to fun get ever. to play such a depraved human being and be paid for it. Like, is amazing. <laughs> um, it can be very fun. Also, reportedly, this is Alec Baldwin's least favorite movie. Really? <laughs> I, so I read that fact while or like before I had watched the movie and I was watching him throughout. And if you watch his performance while he does great, mm-hmm. you can kind of see him like oh, come on. Like, he does not... Yeah, there is something a little stilted about yeah. his performance. And I I mean, yeah, I'm not sure why. I mean, his role is the boring one of the characters. So yeah. So maybe, maybe that's why. Like, he he had to be the most straight. He's straight. Like he everybody. doesn't get to play. And Michael Keaton's over there. Yeah, or literally even the dad the got to be kind of silly. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I, yeah. I or maybe see. he thought it was all too silly. Like, Maybe. he may have also yeah. been looking, because I guess that dance scene was one of the things that after they had filmed it, they were like, should that be in the movie? Because um, that, was that really dumb? 
Like, was that too ridiculous? Was that ridiculous? Uh, it's funny because as a kid, that's the part that's that the sticks most iconic. In your head that's the most, literally yeah. the only part Michael has talked yeah. about frequently. Um, he so speaking of Michael Keaton, he only appears in the movie for fourteen point five minutes. Yeah, he's barely. He, in it. I totally had he's forgotten that too. Yeah. For a movie called Beetlejuice, you expect to see a whole lot of Beetlejuice. Yeah, and, and he's barely there. Very little. Uh, he ad libbed ninety percent of his lines. Oh wow. He just he took that character and had the actual time of his life um so uh, according to larry wilson who was the producer oh i already told you this part i'm reading through my notes the original ending uh, was totally different oh, it was supposed right, right. to be totally yeah, yeah. different so scratch mm-hmm. that note uh let's see last note uh Alyssa milano was almost lydia instead of winona ryder Interesting. Alyssa Milano, because she would have been like a big deal back then, too. Yeah. Um, not saying she isn't now. Yeah. Uh, but Nothing but respect. Yeah. <laughs> All love to Alyssa. <laughs> yeah. But boy, would that have changed things. Yeah. I can't even picture that. And I remember there was something, there, were, and I don't remember which movie uh, that Laura and I reviewed previously, but I remember Winona Ryder had done... Uh, Beetlejuice, and then she did Edward Scissorhands, mm-hmm. and then, um, and maybe it was, I think it was Drop Dead Fred, actually, the, oh, the was uh, who was Phoebe Cates was the main female, and I think it was supposed to be Winona Ryder, <gasps> oh. and she was like, I'm kind of tired of, like, no, it couldn't have been Phoebe Cates, because I remember it was a goth character, mm-hmm. and she was like, I need to not goth. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need to just take a little goth break and do right. something different. Even, I mean, in Edward Scissorhands, she played, like, the cheerleader, but it's still such a goth movie. It's such a goth movie. Yeah. And so, yeah, whichever one it was, she was like, I need a goth break. Yeah. <laughs> So she did for a while and then came back, I guess, into Stranger Things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. Went, went 80s goth. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that that's all the notes. I, something else that I found really funny when I was looking back at the notes I had taken on the movie is when I always write my notes as um, – and I, I very stream of conscious write my notes. I don't mm. I don't go back and organize them. I don't um, know how people do that, honestly. I have never. So sorry. <laughs> Probably have a better podcast, but whatever. Um but I always write problematic, and then I make my list, and mm-hmm. I write good, and I make my list. And problematic has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, like several things, mm. and my good list is empty. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't write a single thing. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I feel like a lot of the stuff that's good about it is also problematic I potentially. Mean- <laughs> Because the whole afterlife thing is problematic, but it's also the best part. Like, right. I love seeing, like, all of those images are so burned into my memory. Oh, totally. Like, when they do the scene where they, like, where uh, they jump up the ghost, Adam and Barbara, and their eyes come out of their heads, yeah. and they're like, Bleh! we're making scary yeah. faces, but they're not <laughs> actually scary because, like, the effects are so silly. Yeah, it's so silly, yeah. Yeah, that scene, I feel like, is iconic. Like, yeah. I, you can picture that in your mind immediately. The, the guy... The, the roadkill guy who like fits through the slat in the wall yes like, I, yeah every bit of it is just so or like the, the head there's like the head shrinker with next to the guy who has yeah, the yeah, shrunken yeah. head which Michael did ask questions about that and I was like you know I'm not educated enough to know yeah, to give you a, <laughs> I, a legitimate I, I know answer, it's a thing yeah. but it's probably something awful and I probably don't yeah. want to talk about it anyway yeah. so <laughs> but yeah I remember the 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 woman in half with her legs on one side yes, and her body on the yes. other side and like 
And I tell you that that door thing, I remember just wishing so hard that that door would open when I would draw the door on the wall and I so would you knock could go times. and visit. I drew so many doors. <laughs> like, that is so My funny. mother I don't know. She was – there are so many things that I look back on that I'm like, man, you were so tolerant. Like, my brother and I were so weird. We were so weird. And she was just kind of like, yeah. I mean, she's also a single mom, so I think she was, she just oh, didn't that have does, the bandwidth yeah. to care. Yeah. <laughs> she's just like, ah, you're fine. You're not doing drugs. You you're fine. good. It's yeah. good enough. It's fine. <laughs> Which actually is amazing because if you think – if I think about, like, back to my childhood – and of course, Sam, I had a single mom for so much of my childhood mm-hmm. and she, she was busy, whatever, Kara, just please like make it home from school somehow. Yeah. <laughs> she had no idea where I was going. <laughs> I actually would, um, I would come home from school and I had to pass by, it was like one of those grocery store developments and there was um, a store there that sold wood and paints and you could paint wood like the old school, like I'm going to paint a birdhouse mm-hmm. type thing. And they had a class that started right when I was walking by of all these little old ladies and I would go and stare through the window at these old ladies painting. And one day they were like, what, which I'm saying old ladies, they were honestly probably my age now. Yeah, truly. So (laughs) so they, um, they were like, why don't you join the class? And so they told my mom, like, she can do it for free. And I would go and paint wood with all of these ladies. That's every day after school. But that was kind of our like, (laughs) just make it home. Um, So I had a similar upbringing, but honestly, in the like, we're of more of a generation today where we're like, no, we want to know who our children are, and we want right. to we want to encourage to them to be we themselves, be and that was yeah. honestly not generationally like where we were growing up. Is it was way more like, no, conform, behave, do this. Yeah, like you need to be in this box. Yeah, and I will say, my mom was not that way. Even like, yes, she had very little bandwidth, but she also like, she was just like, just do, just just do, do what you, you, you want. Like, yeah, the, just you know figure out how to take care of yourself and that if that involves drawing doors all over draw doors all over and but please just use this chalk and not your crayons right. <laughs> <laughs> which is probably why we're, you and i are in such like like creative yeah kinda... we have very non-traditional um, yeah setups. and 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 will our children be the same or will we be so supportive that they're like we're just gonna go like put on suits and go be in the office because you over I will say that both of our yeah but I say I would say both of our children seem very leaning more towards science anyway no question naturally so yeah they probably will be more on that track when they team up and save the world yeah you and I will still be watching movies and talking about TV. <laughs> yeah, when they're doing actual legitimate work, we'll be continuing to be paid to be ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and to make the, funny voices into a mic. Do a good thing. And on that note, uh, next time in two weeks, we'll um, we'll be coming back with a show I'm so excited to review. Uh, My Dad, the Bounty Hunter, um, which is brand new on Netflix, uh, and and it's been out a couple months, but um, it's, boy, the thoughts, the thoughts I'm already having. Uh, So yeah, thanks you guys for tuning in and follow us on Instagram and Twitter and all the places. Always feel free to reach out if there's a show you'd love to hear us review. Yes, please. Thoughts on um, and all the good stuff. Okay, Brina, always fun. Yeah, (laughs) this was good. This was Brina's suggestion to do Beetlejuice, and so I've been excited to uh, to dive into this one. This was a good one. Uh, Okay, enjoy. See you soon. Bye.